Earbuds and earworms. I'm Amy, and you are. I'm Mitchell. Yay, Mitchell. <laughs> I feel like I'm always like it's Mitchell. I'm always excited to be here, so I appreciate your enthusiasm. Oh well, you had fun at Greenlight, right? I did have a lot of fun at Greenlight. Uh, we played, um, you know, a little after. I think it was like four o'clock, five o'clock, a pretty midday as far as rock and roll shows go. So we had our crowd, and then I could uh, get done with that and party and see all my friends, and it was a good time. Tons yeah. of people came out and. I got to see a bunch of my buddies that I hadn't seen in forever, and Jackson did a thing. It was pretty great. Jackson did a thing, which meant everyone came. Yeah, it was a lot of folks. It was really yeah. good. So that's really good, because, I mean, how is Jackson doing? Van Drive even busier? Yes, and they're doing a bunch of stuff to the bypass. This is some nice inside baseball for our listeners, but <laughs> yeah, they're they're really messing up the bypass in the interstate, so it's really tough to get around, like... Uh, around the Van Drive area, right it's in the middle of where all been, the fun stuff is. It's always been tough to get around Van Drive. Yeah. Just one more, just one more thing, because I guess I've never <laughs> said that. Like, I don't get to talk about this to other Jacksonians much, but the bypass does not bypass anything. Yeah, you're right. I've always wondered why they call it the bypass. <laughs> because technically, 45 is Highland. Right. Yeah. And so the bypass was built to Keep bypass Fort uh, Highland, but it's just as busy as Highland. Yeah, exactly. I was trying to think if it actually does bypass at any point, and it does way up north, right before you get to like Humboldt is where. Oh, it, so you. That's miss, where it splits out. But. Yeah, cause, so you just graze the side of downtown after you go directly into downtown, right, then you like, yeah. take a right out. Jeez. All right, that's total inside like sausage making. Yeah, it's fine yeah. though. <laughs> but um, so last week we were taken out by robots. Yeah, we're all we're all gone. Yeah, we're all gone. And so all that's left and all that's like taking over our buildings after the robots have crushed them and they've gone into decay are the trees. Cockroaches. <laughs> no, trees. Oh, damn. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, the trees have taken over. And now we're going to celebrate our new overlords who are really just overlording over our corpses. Or they're really just being, they're eating us, aren't they? They definitely are. We're yeah. being consumed. And the cats are eating all the songbirds. That's true. Yeah, that's circle of life. <laughs> I, I forgot about that. Like now, the cats have overrun the whole world. You're happy, aren't you? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I will try not to take it personally that cats are the, the ultimate rulers of the universe. I mean, that's just the way things work sometimes. I mean, we have been scooping. They deserve it for like how long? Right, but yeah. I mean, the Egyptians worshipped cats for a reason. It's because they're really cute and they're really <laughs> sweet. So, so and of course we came. Uh, well, I guess. I was like, hey, it's Arbor Day in Nevada. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know why. There's as much as I've been in Nevada, I have not seen any trees. Really. Yeah, I was going to say, Nevada the... doesn't seem like a place where there's a lot of trees. There's some short, scrubby looking trees. Hmm. Maybe that's why they're trying to plant them. I'm not sure. Fair and enough. An Earth Day happened last week. Earth Day. Earth Day. So I figure, hey, trees too. That also fits. Yeah, trees work. I like that as a theme. I like tree metaphors. You know, you get a lot of like talk about aging and you know rings of the trees is a good metaphor for that and hitchcock films right yeah and then you know uh death you know no matter how deep your roots go or how 
how high your treetop is. Like we all, we all die. We all fall eventually. So. And then take out a building or two while we do so. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of cool metaphors that go along with like trees and plants. So Breathing. I like that a lot. Trees breathe, but in a different way. Right. And the way you like cut, you cut back a tree and like prune it in a certain way so that it'll grow the way you want it to grow bigger and stronger. That's always, some arborist right, like, yeah. philosophy there. Yeah. I, I like, it's just cool. <laughs> I like, I like trees and I like being in nature. So this, this should be a fun theme. Yes, it should. And of course, tree climbing. I've always loved that too. I've always, I've always been it. scared to climb trees because really? I'm a baby. No, you're not. Yeah, you should dude. find a good magnolia. Those are easy. Yeah, I'll try easy that. Easy climbing. All right. So what song did you bring? All right. Uh, I brought a, a song called Trees by a band called Big Business. Business is a band from Seattle or somewhere in Washington, I believe. Uh, they're a two-piece, just bass and drums. Oh, wait. All that sound came from a two-piece? Yeah, I think they have some guitars on their records, but they recreate it pretty well live. Like looping and stuff? Uh, through just having good, really good amplifiers and playing very... Uh, uh, they, very they, well planned out the way that they play the chords on the bass and stuff like that. It's really neat. So they take it to 11? They definitely take it to 11. I think by now they may have actually gotten a guitar player that plays with them live too, but I've seen a bunch of videos of them playing as a two-piece, and cool. they definitely pull it off. Um, this song in particular is a lot of fun. It's one of my favorite big business songs. <laughs> uh, you know, the main recurring line is that no tree lives forever. And so epic. Yeah, and so, you know, it goes back to the whole metaphors we were just talking about, about, uh, you know, it doesn't matter about how deep your roots run. All trees are going to fall eventually, and uh, there's a lot of predators for trees, you know, like a lot of bugs oh, and bacteria. human beings. And yeah, they can get infested by all sorts of stuff, too. Like, um, I think there's viruses for trees. Yeah, that would make sense. There's definitely, like, tree diseases. Yeah, usually when you see, like, those big knot-looking things on a tree... I haven't seen one on a sequoia or a redwood or are those the same tree? I don't think so. I think I I know sequoias are also huge, but I think the redwood is the redwood is their own thing. Discreet California thing. Right, I believe so. (laughs) Okay. But yeah, that was like thinking I was like, yeah. Wow. No tree does live forever. It's very epic sound for this song and Yeah, and there's some trees that live thousands of years. Yeah. But eventually, guess what? They, they all do die. die. Yeah. Wow, that's fascinating. Yeah, we really see them about... as this like timeless sort of like entities. The yeah, the ants. <laughs> gigantic tree beasts. Gigantic, gigantic tree beasts. And also, they live a long time, but mostly because they conserve their energy and talk slowly. True. Yes. 
I mean, I don't know how big into Lord of the Rings you are. Not a whole, whole lot. Um, You know, obviously I'm super influenced by that as far as being into fantasy stuff and Tolkien kind of brought all that to the table in the first place. Uh, You know, Dungeons and Dragons stole a lot from from Tolkien and all that. Oh, yeah. It's like this kind of epic Magic the Gathering. Hey, 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 I get like a week to play that soon. Oh, snap. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I'm excited. So this week I brought... A song called Willow Tree March by the Paper Kites. You fall through the trees and you pray with your knees on the ground. For the things that you need with your lust and your greed weighing down. And you're weak in your love and you hold it above your head. Success is a song of the heart, not a song of your breath. And we all still die. Are we all still die? What will you leave behind? Are we all still die? This, it gives me all the good feel- feelings from like the pop folk mm-hmm. music. It's me- this is pop music that's meant to make people happy. Yeah, and it's kind of like an up tempo, like depressing song. Yeah, it's, it's really like- folksy. It reminded me a lot of Fleet Foxes. I don't know if you've ever listened oh, to Fleet Foxes. Oh my goodness, Man. I love Fleet Foxes. Yes, yeah. it's Helplessness same. Blues was an album that changed my life. Um, and yeah, this had a sort of uh, updated Fleet Foxy sort of a vibe. That's so. so good. I love them, too. So good. But it's, you know, like, it's kind of comforting, even though it's a little depressive, you know, mm-hmm. circle of life type of thing going circle on. Circle of life. <laughs> it's so good. But up, it's upbeat circle of life. Right. I mean, but no Elton John. Right. So it, it is upbeat, which I, I like that it has that hopeful sort of nature to it. But, yeah, the lyrics are kind of a little downy, uh, kind of depressing, but. You know, I, re- I really like it. The first line says something about you falling through the trees. Mm-hmm. You know, the it reminds me of when you're you're a kid. One of the first nursery rhymes you hear is about rockabye baby in the treetop and then falling from when the bow breaks. Well, I, which, first of all, why are you putting children in yeah, trees? I mean, I guess maybe they did they build the cradle in the treetop. I don't know. I think that this is just some serious like bad parenting. Yeah, I mean, no matter what, I've just. That's not an appealing thing to happen to a baby, so why are you singing it to your child? But <laughs> no, just, it just leans lends more to the depressing yeah. nature of the song, that being the first line. Yep. Trying to, I don't know, maybe they were trying to thin out the babies. I don't know. It seems like a terrible place to put a baby, though, just right. thinking about it. Yeah. We also get more of the, the idea in the song about no tree living forever and... You know what are you gonna leave behind when when you're when when you leave the world? You know, it's what what sort of trunk, what sort of uh, uh, ecological impact are we gonna leave behind? It's your legacy, you know? right? Exactly. Oh. Um. Well, you know, I think that there's like a field of science that talks about the bacteria on root systems communicating, so that trees yeah. can kind of communicate. I think that's a whole radio lab thing, which yeah, is super insane. fascinating. It, it comes down to like the fungus that live on the. Mm-hmm. roots of the trees the micro rhizome is not the, it might be rhizomes rhizomes yeah it is rhizomes i think i don't know i could be wrong it's we not ribosome wrong. It's, you're right so it is rhizomes <laughs> yeah. i know stuff i'm smart sometimes 
<laughs> so yeah, and then and then this is Willow Tree March. Uh, I'm, I like the idea of it being a march because it kind of indicates that you know it, time moving onward, whether you want it to or not, like at a very steady pace. And of course, the Willow Tree kind of brings a certain imagery to mind as yeah. well. So weeping willows. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a, another cool tree related thing about the song that yeah. we can bring up and also i like the march part because if a person's like swaying a lot while they're walking and their hair's like swaying like a weeping mm-hmm. willow oh, it's a it's a really cool song <laughs> i just found it today it's super cool yeah, I'm gonna listen to more of these guys <laughs> and so of course our ear buddies they hopped all up on the trees yeah they loved this one they climbed all the trees <laughs> <laughs> and i think we did have a lumberjack song that got suggested but yeah, that, that one is a uh, questionable now yeah, it's <laughs> it's a little weird. I now. remember loving it, but now I'm like, hmm, it's kind of questionable. Yeah, but Chris suggested the Ince Marching song by Clama Vida Profundis. Gonna guess that's right. Yeah, your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> we come, we come with horn and drum, Taruna. God, though Isengard be ringed, and barred with doors of stone, though Isengard be strong and hard as cold as stone and bare as bone. This is Super Lord of the Rings because it's a Tolkien song. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, well, it's a Tolkien poem that's put to song. There you go. And, you know, it's epic, like this type of music should be. There is also, the, they're talking about the ends blowing horns. And I have just like, a, physiologically, I don't believe the trees can blow horns. But you can you you can buy into the fact that they speak to each other and speak to humans and well I mean it would make sense because cell walls don't have to expand that much for like super slow speed right. but if you're gonna be taking in like big breaths you have to have really flexible cells in your lungs and trees aren't made of flexible cells they're made of plant cells which have hard hard walls right I don't know <laughs> I, f- I feel like that if they can muster whatever energy they're mustering to speak, they can use that same sort of vibrational force to blow their horns, right? I want to be like... (laughs) Yeah, you're right. I don't know. Yeah, it definitely would be tough to get that much airflow if that's how slow and low that they talk. Yeah, they may not be pushing enough air to get yeah. through the horns. Now, granted, why this is the part that I'm not finding believable, right? Yeah, I don't know. where you lie, where you put the line of uh, disbelief is a bit strange to me. But hey, whatever, Amy. You know, hey, it was a good we argument. Except stuff. for you know, if you're gonna have ambulating trees, right? Know, <laughs> worry about the lungs first. So yeah, this sort of music is I enjoy it, but sometimes it can get a little over dramatic. So I can only listen to so much of it. Uh, like I said, I I read The Hobbit and saw the movie The Hobbit, but I skipped all the other books and movies. And, you know, it should totally be something that I'm into, but boy, 
I started reading uh, Lord of the Rings, and it just bored me to death. I'm, I'm glad. To okay, Mitchell, we have something in common. Oh, yeah? Yes. You also are not a huge Lord It of the took Rings me fan. like two and a half years to get through The Hobbit, because the writing is just... Sorry, guys. Yeah, it's the writing is not great. the The story is amazing, and the imagery is cool, and the imagination is is incredible. But yeah, the writing style not my thing. No, I, I'm glad that like I just discovered this about you, and somebody right. holds the same opinion. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely an unpopular opinion, but uh, yes, it's unpopular. The story's great. The writing. Mm. Yeah, giant sentient trees. Totally on board for that. Just man, it only takes about two or three pages to describe them well. You don't need the whole... 25 pages. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Tolkien. So the next year, buddy, is Jason P. with Mrs. Fletcher, Happiness in Trees. Well, I looked for it in the air and I looked for it in the seas. Finally found my happiness way up in the trees. With the butterflies and the squirrels and the birds and the bees, I found my happiness. Last one, he did suggest a few. Uh, I hate to post a project I'm affiliated with, but they wrote this long before I was ever involved, but it's super dumb and too good to pass up. Yeah, Jason, this is my buddy Jason Pulley. He plays keyboards in my band. Yay! He plays keys in Glorious Abor. Oh, oh, hi, nice to meet you, Jason. Yeah, Jason, Jason rules. He's got really great eclectic taste in music. And yeah, he was in this band, Miss Fletcher. They were around for a long time, a super seminal Memphis band, like the late 90s, early 2000s. I know definitely the early 2000s. I think they were around in the late 90s as well, but a very, very weird band. Uh, (laughs) uh, I'm pretty sure most of those, you know, last week we talked about Mr. Bungle. Uh, I think they were all influenced by Mr. Bungle. They're all drawing from a lot of influences and a lot of genres and mishmashing them together into their music, so... Uh, yeah, and it, it, it does have this, like, kind of very epic sound, but still somewhat rooted in, like, a Delta sound, or, like, right. a Delta rock sound that comes out. Yeah, there's a little foundation to it. Yeah, there's a little foundation to it that sounds like it's from around here, but I don't know if it's just an ear that I've gotten from growing up around, I guess, a lot of the same musicians, because if he's he's somewhat associated with this band, right? Correct? yeah. So, I was like, hmm... I guess we're all kind of going in the same flow around here sometimes. Another shout out will be uh, to our friend Josh McLean, who plays in a band called Heels and is also a stand-up comic here in Memphis. So I hear about him more often because I work on the brunch, but Jawa. Yeah, I was going to say, Jawa probably talks about, uh, actually Jawa did a rap battle against Josh a few weeks ago. And he lost. He did lose. (laughs) Josh wrecked him. It was very, very good. Um, I heard all about it. <laughs> but yeah, so he he was the drummer for Miss Fletcher, and uh, you know he's still doing great stuff here in Memphis. So seek out Josh McLean and his band Heels and his stand up comedy. But uh, the song itself is really happy and kind of psychedelic. I'm not sure if they're talking about nature, just like 
loving to be out in the trees. No, they're just going to go hang out in the trees, man. I'm pretty sure they're talking about being really high. But they could be really high in the trees. Right, yeah. They're high on the trees. They've been smoking (laughs) trees. And I'm not going to judge them. You do what you do. (laughs) And it it sounds like a party in the background. Yeah, I love that. It's like a lot of weird, like, people talking and screaming and yelling, like, fun things. Uh, it reminds me. It reminds me of a Travis Tritt song. Uh, there's a Travis Tritt song called T R O U B L E. Also recorded it here in Memphis at Ardent Studios, by the way. I was like, hey, that's just down the street. Yeah, and uh, it it also has like has bottles breaking and like people yelling. So it sounds kind of like a bar fight is happening in the back of this song. I, I like that sort of ambient like party thing going on in the back of a song. It definitely adds an extra texture and extra atmosphere to it. And like an intentional one. So it sounds like you're within like the experience, but exactly. it doesn't sound like it was recorded live. Right. Exactly. So there's, it's very immersive. I like yeah, that. Yeah. It's immersive, but it's also like, I'm not a big fan of live recordings usually because mm-hmm. nothing's differentiated and there's not enough mics to pick up everything mm-hmm. and stuff's not recorded on separate tracks. So you can't really control things, which I guess is, you know, that kind of like audio engineering side of me. Right. It's like, oh, I wish I could fix this. But I thought it was really great the way they pulled off that like live feel without the live sound. I also think Mrs. Fletcher might be doing a reunion soon, so ah. keep your eyes out if you thought that was kind of an interesting song. Because <laughs> that would be super interesting yeah. to experience, too. So cool. Now, Brian, I believe he just started listening, like, last week, and yeah. it's probably right around episode 40 or 45 now. Yeah, he, he's been strong. banging it out. Yeah, strong man, because I know what those early episodes sound like. <laughs> um. <laughs> when you were learning your editing craft. Yes. <laughs> So he brought a band called the Arrogant Worms and their song, Rocks and Trees. My country's bigger than most, and it fast I boast, cause I'm really proud. So I shout it loud, though our numbers are few, we will welcome you. Although we don't have history, gold medal winning teams, heroes or prisoners, world famous volcanoes, still what we've got's glorious. Cause we've got rocks and trees and trees and rocks and 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 water. All right, everyone! We've got rocks and trees and trees and rocks and 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 water. YouTube is getting deep with this one. Yeah. Wow. Um. Yeah, it's pretty deep. Uh, <laughs> I, it's like, I don't know how to describe this one. It's Barber's Shop Quartet meets like children's show band. Yeah, definitely. Kind of children's <laughs> showy. Uh, it seems like they're sort of a, a very early, like, I think they had been around since 1991 or 1992 is what my, my research suggested. And so I think they're like a Canadian Flight of the Concords. You think they might be Canadian? Uh, they might be Canadian. <laughs> uh, the entire album, I think, that this is off of is entirely songs about Canada, if I recall. Yeah, I, I learned a lot about Canada. 
Yeah, me too. And they have rocks and trees. I definitely learned about the rocks and trees. Yes. And then I also learned that there are not very many countries that are bigger than them. So I had to look up where <laughs> Canada ranked in that. And I found out Canada is the third largest country in the world. Wow. Beating out America by just a little bit. Just that smidge. Yeah, I think it's like 100,000 square feet or something. Like not no a whole lot. No wonder we were fighting the miles. French. <laughs> yeah, and then... Uh, so we're getting beat out by Russia, I believe, is at number one, and Antarctica. Get the fuck out of here. Nothing's even going on down uh, there. Penguins, shut up. Yeah. Shut up, penguins. America. We don't want to hear from you. America. <laughs> America. No, but I'll, I'll allow the Canadians their their talk of, of trees and rocks. Uh, I'm disappointed that we didn't talk about maple syrup, which is another great thing that comes from the trees in Canada. I think that they probably have a song about it. I would, I would wager... <laughs> Uh, that they probably do. It was such a magical song that was unexpected. Thanks so much, Brian. Absolutely. Now, Kenneth, also known as Ken, who is also my bar hopping buddy in Chicago. Awesome. Um, he brought Counting Crows Big Yellow Taxi featuring Vanessa Carlton. He took all the trees and put them in a tree museum and charged the people a dollar and a half to see them. No, no. You don't know what you got till it's gone. You'd be in paradise and put up a fucking lie. Hey, farmer, farmer, put away your DDT. I don't care about spots on my apples. Leave me the birds and the bees. Please, don't it always seem to go that you don't know what you got till it's gone? You'd be in paradise and put up a fucking and he says always love a reason to nominate a song or in this case a song covered by the counting crows and of course there's the lyric you look you took all the trees and put them in a tree museum and then charge people a dollar and a half just to see them america <laughs> yeah that's pretty much what we do but uh, I, I think that, like, I can't ever feel sad listening to the song. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it got a ton of airplay when it was popular. Yes, it did. And I don't think I originally knew that it was cover. That's okay. A lot of people don't. Um, I definitely, you know, whenever I was young and heard this song, I didn't really know. But I liked the song, and so I immediately looked it up and found out that it was about, you know, a song by Joni Mitchell, who I eventually... Uh, grew to love very, very much. Huge Joni Mitchell fan. Uh, one of my favorite songwriters. But I don't, uh, I don't hate this. I love their cover of this. Even though, I'm sorry, Ken, I don't like the Counting Crows at all. Maybe you can change my mind. Send me a couple tracks. Adam Duritz gets under my skin for some reason. Why? I don't know. Do he you just, have a thing against dreads? I, I like dreads. His do look pretty goofy, though. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie to you. I'm gonna just take some shots at Adam Duritz right now. He's He's not a handsome man. Neither am I. It's fine. Those dreads just got to go. Um, he's got an okay voice, but I don't know. Just Counting Crows have always seemed like a sort of boring band to me. Is it because so, you were rather young whenever they I was were definitely played young, a for billion sure. times? Yeah, Long December was the, the big hit whenever I was a kid, and I remember not liking that song. <laughs> Uh, later on, I went back, and I'd, that's probably the one song of theirs that I do appreciate. 
Uh, but pretty much all the other stuff that that was on the radio, I'm not a big fan of. Hot takes, man. Hot takes. I bring them, you know. <laughs> uh, I, I the the very first episode that I was on here, I remember just saying that I liked everything, and I, I genuinely did. But I was like, man, you got to have some negative opinions sometimes. And yeah. Boy, I've made up for it since then. <laughs> yeah, I think you've been like uh, going after what Sonic Youth. <laughs> yeah, Sonic Youth, and I can't remember who else got taken down recently. Don't worry, Craig's gonna bring it. Yeah, br- me, boy, <laughs> me and Craig are gonna have at it. I can't wait. It's going to be Neutral Milk Hotel all the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this uh, this covers a little mundane sounding, but, you know, that, that worked out for them being played on the radio, which is cool. Um, I'm just kind of wondering what Vanessa Carlton's doing these days, and do you think that she will marry me? Because I always had a huge crush on Vanessa Carlton. Really? That might be why I like this song. Um, Did she have the song where she there was, like, the piano on the beach? That's Her song uh, was a piano going through like the street and kind of all over the place. Her ah. song was called A Thousand Miles. And, and then she ended up song. on the beach. Yeah, I think that's right. I think <laughs> at the end of the video, she was on the beach. That yes. makes sense. Okay, I remember who Vanessa Carlton is. I'm yeah. very proud of myself. Boy, I was. I had a huge crush on her as a as a teen. <laughs> so I wonder what she's up to. I, the rest of her record was really, really good and like had a bunch of great studio musicians that I could wormhole us down into. But just go, uh, go listen to Vanessa Carlton. Hey, don't worry. We will uh, shoehorn <laughs> her right on in. I can't wait. Yep. <laughs> Now, Colian brings Belly's Feed the Tree. This old man I used to be spins around, around, around the tree. Silver baby, come to me, I'll only hurt you in my dreams. another upbeat song about the long lives of trees and the short lives of humans yep for sure <laughs> i think that seems to be the theme with tree songs i mean they they work really well like i said the the idea that they live for so long and so in in relative you know in relativity to us you know we don't really think about how short of of lives they really have in the grand scheme of things you know yeah and this is like kind of a poppy um poppy song with like a girl kind of rough fish voice you know that mm-hmm. kind of like forced roughness that sometimes you got of i guess the 90s yeah i was gonna say i think belly was like sort of post grunge um I, I didn't look when this one came out but I, they were a pretty well respected band i believe in mid late 90s i feel bad for not knowing them because my love of like um what was that Tarantino film? I should know. It's Pulp Fiction and like oh, yeah. the French girl talking about bellies. Yeah. I wish. <laughs> it's like, I want a pot. I feel like I should know this band just because of that reason. Yeah. I'd, I'd heard of them a few years ago, uh, just kind of digging through kind of grungy, grungy bands with girl vocals because I love girl vocals and stuff. Woo. So, uh, yeah, I'm definitely glad to see Belly turn up. Um, and yeah, this song was 
sort of uh, sort of dizzy, spinny kind of a song, and I also sort of visualized a carousel. You know, a lot of cyclical imagery happening in the song yeah, for me. Spinning so. around trees and circle of life, everything kind of like goes in this theme. This episode. yeah, and I really liked the the story being told. Uh, you know, we're all being we're all feeding the trees. We're all we will uh, all new, feed yeah, exactly. tree food. <laughs> yeah, someday we're all gonna just. Go back to the earth and the trees and the bugs and all that are going to eat us. And, and the rhizomes will start communicating. I love it. <laughs> I think it's awesome. Now, Barbara squeaked in. Oh, boy. Uh, on the way over here, you uh, she suggested rushes the trees. Yeah, wow. It's been a while since I had listened to this song. Um, It was definitely one of the first ones that came to mind because I I definitely knew that they had this song, but it's been a while since I listened to it and kind of paid attention to what it's about. People were mentioning it, and they were like, hey, there's that one Rush song. And I was like, well, you're not giving me one, and I'm not looking specifically (laughs) for it. You're not giving me a specific one, so I don't know what you're talking about. Then, of course, I think there was the joke that Rush has a song applicable for everything. Yeah, it's probably true. They're a very <laughs> prolific band, and uh, Getty Lee is a very literate individual, so their lyrics can go a lot of different ways. Yes. The Oaks Oppression. Yeah, they're oppressing the maples, I believe. Was, yes. So this is just Animal Farm for trees, I believe. And then they're all taken down by humans. Right. Well, you know. Yeah, sorry. So. Don't don't worry. We get our comeuppance from the robots. <laughs> yes. So. This is the second wave of humans. Right. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that Rush got squeezed in here because, like like you said, a lot of people were kind of offhandedly mentioning this one and kind of dancing around it. So, uh, you know, I figure we'll throw it yeah. in here and talk about it for a second. Yeah. And I just, do love Rush as weird and crazy as they are. It was delightfully Outlandish insane. this song is. It's insane and a delight. And, of course, you have your... Your Rush instrumental section. Oh boy, a lot of those. <laughs> um, I will, I will uh, allow Rush to do that. It's okay, cause you know. Let's see how many notes we can squeeze into a measure. <laughs> yes, and how how much uh, the bass playing, of course, is why I liked Rush in my high school days. So mm-hmm. it's definitely good. We did not get any feedback, um, guys. Man, we had so much feedback, and then a drought. Yeah, the I'm hoping some people die. start uh, calling in on the on the voicemail line so we can react to it. I, I, I said I, I think I'm gonna 
try to put some voicemails in and just yell at myself. And yeah, when you're listening, you're like, okay, what I really meant was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just fact check myself and then just call myself on my bullshit. <laughs> you could go ahead and do that any old time. Right. So, of course, you can always at us on Twitter, at Pod and at Madam Willie, and... I'm at Pow I Gotcha. <laughs> Come find me on Twitter and read my four tweets that I have. Hey, but they're, half of them are fights now with, with Craig. It's very engaging. <laughs> Now, you can always add uh, add your musical taste to the Facebook group on Earbuds and Earworms podcast group on the Facebook. That's where essentially the show gets made. Mm-hmm. Um, it, there's a lot of great dialogue, a lot of talking about trees, and, of course, the Lumberjack song, if you want to delve into that. You can always call and text into the voicemail line, which is 731-400-BUDS or... 731-400-2837. Send us some theme suggestions, maybe, because... Definitely. Theme suggestions. Because otherwise, next week it's going to be about squirrels. Yeah. So, (laughs) just be prepared. (laughs) Yeah, we need suggestions early so that we can, you know, build a show. Um, You can always email us at endpod at gmail.com and find the show picture and other fun stuff in the searchable like abilities uh at endpod.com part of the 10710 network so we actually um a couple of people talked about the screaming trees mm-hmm. and so kevin said we need to play the whole album we don't have time for that <laughs> don't and as much as I liked the Mitchell and Manley song last, I actually yeah. had to fade it out early. Yeah, it's a very long song. It's a very long song. So I have The Screaming Trees, All I Know. And it was also suggested by, I believe, Jason. Yeah, Jason Ooh. also suggested yeah. that. Some some classic uh, Screaming Trees. For some reason, I always get them mixed up with another band called Porcupine Tree. <laughs> but I think now I finally have it, you have it in my head. I know who the Screaming Trees are, and I'll be able to recognize them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, enjoy some Screaming Trees, all I know. For the fierce skin. Come back down to earth again. Coldest creep the deep inside. Disconnect the telephone line.